Hello, hello! It's your GM Alex, back to welcome you to another glorious episode of the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Now, not only have we made it to episode 10, the most important episode of any podcast, look it up, it's a fact, but we're coming in from that amazing cliffhanger of episode 9, so I don't want to waste too much of your time, but I've got a secret I need to share with you. Ever hear of Patreon? Ever check it out while your wife or husband are asleep? While you're cruising through all those sultry, sensual creators, did you happen to stumble onto a little page hosted by Inspired Incompetence, yours truly? Did you find our page a bit lacking? It's okay. We're not afraid to talk about it. In fact, we've been beefing up, getting thick, getting hard. And once we hit our goal of $250 a month, we're going to lift the curtain and show off our new and improved Patreon tiers, just throbbing with new rewards sure to satisfy. So whether you're already a patron or if it's your first time, don't be shy. Help us reach our goal of $250 a month, and you won't be sorry. We're all eager to give back in a big way. Don't keep us waiting. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, where did I just go for a minute? I don't know. Um, now, uh, sit back and enjoy episode 10 of Inspired Incompetence. Tooth and Nail. The Inspired Incompetence Podcast, guaranteed to be less than 50% stems and seeds. How's everybody doing today? Was that a weed joke? That was a weed joke. <laughs> I love it. Definitely a weed joke. Yeah, I totally knew that too. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what Axel actually thought the joke was. I was like, what is this, like a juice pulp thing? <laughs> wait, wait, your juice has stems and seeds in it? <laughs> Not mine, thank God. It might. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here we are in the Palace of Teeth, and uh, Vipera just made either a really, really good play or a really, really bad play. We left things off mid-attack roll on the guy who said that he could help you get your stamp of approval, but maybe something's not what it seems. So, Vipera, go ahead and give me that attack roll. Will do... Does a 25 hit his flat-footed AC? Oh, good lord, lord probably. <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it doesn't, we have so. bigger problems. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a 25 will indeed hit his flat-footed AC. Seven damage. That includes sneak attack as well. And as a free action, I say, liar. And, uh, yeah. Well, that, that scratched a record, for sure. Uh, so, everybody, give me your initiative checks. Vipira. 19. Father Crow. 18. Uhtred. 15. Rogiar. 21. Solid initiative rolls. Elias. Oh, that's a 20, isn't it? God damn, you guys. <laughs> this is where he follows it up, and the pixies <laughs> go first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the Tooth Fairies go first. Here, here, here's all the initiative rolls from lowest to highest. 14, 15, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. <laughs> oh my god. So the Tooth Fairies are reacting quickly, but Prince Uspid is like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah Uspid kind of got a little sucker punched there. But the Tooth Fairies, uh, they see that and uh, give themselves permission to attack so uh let's start with the one next to uspid he is going to fly into vipira's square which will give vipira an attack of opportunity uh 11 11 does not hit so that doesn't hit the tooth fairy is going to i think he's gonna try to steal a tooth from vipira so i got a seven on his uh cmb 
uh, versus Viper's CMD. So I'm assuming that's not going to stick. Nope. Okay, then it is now, we'll go to the rest of the Tooth Fairies. So let's go to the green tinted Tooth Fairy. He's going to go after Rogyar. And uh, he's going to do the same thing. Try to steal one of Rogyar's teeth. And that's a natural one. Ha! Yellow Tooth Fairy is going after Father Crow. It better fucking fail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just might. That is a 13 versus your CMD. That beats my flat-footed CMD. Oh, man. No! Hold on, let me... I was a fool and I closed the tooth chart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so you... So he pulls out uh, not your bottom front left tooth, but the one to the left of that. Expanding on that, uh, Father Crow, you're going to take one point of charisma damage. And you, on your turn you are going to start taking one point of bleed damage as your mouth starts gushing blood from this wound that just is violently gushing blood. Yay. And the final Tooth Fairy, he's going to zip right across and he's going to do the same thing to Thalias, or attempt to. Nah, I keep my mouth closed. No way he's getting in there. Oh, fuck. Everyone else is smiling big so they see their teeth. Not me. Oh, no, that's going to be a 17 versus your flat-footed CMD. It's 16. Oh, man. So you go ahead and lose your bottom right, fourth from the back. That is the second bicuspid. We're going to learn some tooth facts today, people. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, And Thalias, you will also take one point of charisma damage. And on your turn, you will start taking one point of bleed damage. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, so that brings us to Rogyar. Okay. Uh, Rogyar is going to five-foot step back out of the uh, out of the room into the hallway, and uh, he's going to shoot a blast at the fairy that just tried to take a tooth. Okay. And I believe that he is not in melee currently. I was about to say that, yeah, because... Uh, he can't melee with anybody. Father Crow is currently flat-footed. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and that's an 8 to hit, so... Yeah. That sucks. Uh, yeah, an 8 is not going to hit. Sorry. Thalias. Uh, yeah. I want to take my teeth back, but I think I can just get them back when everyone's dead. So, I'm going to make everyone dead. Well, I'm going to try to. All right, sure, but first take one point of bleed damage. Oh, my God. Shovel time. Nearest target. So if I make a five foot step to the left, now I'm flanking. Not until with... Uhtred is no longer flat footed. Okay. But then on his turn, he'll have the flank bonus immediately. Yes. And if this thing wants to attack either of you, he'll need to, that'll provoke an attack of opportunity just for him going into the square. Okay. So. I love this. This is good now. Uh, let's hit him with a shovel. Do it. Oh! oh! Oh my goodness. That's the best roll I've ever had. Tell me about it. So that's a natural 20, uh, and it's a 20 to confirm. That confirms, baby. Yes, I thought it would. Let's get that crit card. All right, yeah. So bludgeoning damage with the shovel. This is called split open. Oh, my God, not the teeth. (laughs) I hope the teeth are okay. (laughs) It does double damage, so actual crit damage, and 1d4 bleed damage. Ah, now everyone's bleeding, not just me. <laughs> so that's 18 shovel damage right to the face. And uh, killed it, maybe? Hmm? It's it's as if you hit a snowball with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it would be like that. That's and this good thing, imagery. This thing explodes into a cloud of sparkling white dust. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, this is actually part of this, uh, part of these creatures. The glittery substance has a stench so foul that it sickens any creature coated by it for 1d4 rounds, and it clings to all creatures within 5 feet. You have to make a fortitude save versus the poison effect. What about that step I took? Surely that's enough. You're still within 5 feet of it. So, Thalias, Uhtred, and Vipira, please give me a fortitude save. Oh, yikes. 11. 13. Okay. 20. Okay. Uh, miraculously, you all save against this effect. I can plug that news. 
great news. <laughs> now, is it possible to mitigate this effect in the future? You know, like it explodes in a big stanky blaze of glory. Just don't I, be right uh, next to it when you kill it. And that's that's how you mitigate it. Yep. Right. Yeah, there's really no avoiding it if you're in that area. It's like a it's just a big like glitter bomb. All right. I was trying to hatch some sort of plan, but I'm not coming up with anything for these stank bombs. Yeah. Well, you killed one. That I did. Up next is Vipira. All right. Uh, claw, claw. Uh, flat-footed 13 to hit. You're attacking Prince Uspid? Yes. Okay. Uh, 13 will beat Prince Uspid's flat-footed AC. 10 damage. Hey, uh, Prince Uspid so- kind of sounds like a bicuspid. Or whatever we were just <laughs> saying back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing gets past that Uchi- or that Thalias. Uh, 16 on a flat-footed. 16 will hit. 6 damage. Okay. Uh, and I will note that you're feeling a large chunk of each of your... The damage from each of your claws get absorbed by some sort of damage reduction. Oof. All right, no fun. Uh-huh. Father Crow. Crow is not too happy. So through a blood-soaked, clenched mouth, he grunts and is going to swing his short sword at the fairy that's all up in literally his face. What? Five-foot step. I was going to say you could take a five-foot step and flank with uh, Rogiar, but that's not going to work. But you could take a five-foot step diagonally south and flank with Vipira. That won't provoke? No, it's a five foot step. Perfect. I will five foot step back, give myself some space and get in flanking and then lash out with my short sword. All right. Hi-yah. 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Ooh. Five very angry damage. You feel a small amount of that get absorbed by its damage reduction. Okay, up next is Uhtred. So Uhtred's going to take a free action to say, damn it, Vipera. If you were going to just start a fight, you could have done it before we forked over our teeth. And then Uhtred is going to attack Prince Prince Cuspid. Prince Uspid. Yeah, I heard. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> um, and Uhtred's going to use his spell strike ability to try and deliver a frostbite through his dagger. Okay. Is that something he's got to roll def- uh, cast defensively for? Uh, no one's actually threatening him. That's true. You are correct. Prince Way to Uspid go, Tom. Is still flat-footed. Then I'll just roll it. Uh, that's a seven to hit his flat-footed AC. Seven will not hit his flat-footed. Although you do keep the charge of that spell until you hit something with it. Yep. Okay. And finally, Prince Uspid's turn, and he defensively casts a spell-like ability. Vipira, I need a will save. Hey, don't uh, we get he... to roll to see uh, if we know what it is that he's um, Yeah, at, well, anybody who anybody who wants to can roll Spellcraft, anybody who's got that trained. I don't think I got it with a 12, but I was also wondering, did we get a knowledge check against him? I don't think we got one because the plan wasn't originally to fight him. <laughs> well, the knowledge would be knowledge nature, and I believe nobody here has that. Uh, nope. But you wait until next level. Every fucking knowledge is getting one rank. I will wait. Uh, Vipira, what was your will save? 17. Awesome. Uh, so you feel your body begin to tense up, almost like grow still, as if like some invisible force was holding you motionless, but you're able to fight off the effect. Fair enough. And that brings us back to the Tooth Fairies. The Tooth Fairy next to Uspid is going to continue harrying Vipira. Oh, by the way, uh, Father Crow, did you take that one point of bleed on your turn? I did now. Okay. And that's going to be a 12 versus Vipira's CMD. Oh, it's actually at a 13. The other two Tooth Fairies are going to continue attacking Rogyar and Father Crow. Uh, Rogyar is not going to get an attack of opportunity because he doesn't have a weapon that he can do that with. But Father Crow does. Oh, yeah. You can choose one fairy or the other to do that attack of opportunity for. 
the green one, the one that is flying up at me. All right, go for it. Take another slash with my short sword. Uh, 10. 10 is not going to hit. Okay. That's an 18 versus Rogyar's CMD. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. And I'm getting more and more pissed at Vipera with every tooth. <laughs> yeah, with no <laughs> logical reasoning. No logical reasoning? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? So Vipera's fault. I'm going to... I'll tell them. Uh, okay, so... So, Rogyar, you lose your the bottom right, not the farthest back, but the one right in front of that. That is your second molar, also known as the 12-year molar for some reason. Maybe you get it when you're 12 years old. I don't know. This has been Dentist Facts with Alex. (laughs) Thank you for subscribing to Dentist Facts. Follow me for more recipes. And you take one charisma damage, and you'll take one point of bleed on your turn. Ugh, fucking tooth fairies. Father Crow, that's an 11 versus your CMD. My CMD is a 16. All right, that is a fail. All right, that brings us to Rogyar. Okay, let's, uh, I guess keep this fight and retreat going. We'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a five-foot step back, continuing to go back into the hallway and uh, take a shot at this thing. All right. I am going to consider it as being in melee since... Uh, it doesn't matter. I rolled crow. a two. It's a six to hit. <laughs> God. Holy shit, Matt. Go ahead and take one point of bleed, Rogyar. Yeah. And now it's the Lias' turn. All right. Let's smash some more uh, berries. Except let's try to smash them in such a way that doesn't get everything everywhere. Do a little move. Looks like a ten-footer to the like south. A charge. I could charge. No, I don't charge. <laughs> it's crazy. You could. Uh, no, I don't feel good about charging. Okay. And this is coming from a guy who loves to charge. That's true. I'm just gonna blast this dude with my shovel. Hiya! Oh, and oh my crit. god! <laughs> he did not need to charge. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your confirmation roll? A twenty-three. 23 is going to confirm another crit. Let's get that crit card. All right. This is called Bell Ringer. Uh, normal damage. <laughs> so, unfortunately, non crit damage. And it deals 1d2 intelligence damage. And the creature is sickened for 1d4 rounds. That's a bunch of cool stuff wow. on the end of it. I think I would have liked the damage, but I'll take a freaking Bell Ringer. That's a, that's a humdinger of a card. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, so what's your normal damage? Uh, eight. That is going to ring the bell and explode it, and you pop another Tooth Fairy. Ah, uh, jeez. Thelias uh, and Father Crow, give me fortitude saves. 19 for Crow. Okay, you both uh, pass. Yes. Go ahead and give me one point of bleed, though. Ugh. I'm still bleeding? You're still bleeding. You're going to bleed until you make a heal check to stop the bleeding, or you receive magical healing. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, up next is Vipira. Prince Uspid is no longer flat-footed. Claw, claw. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 hits. 3 damage. You didn't really feel any damage get through, but luckily he still takes 1 point of non-lethal damage. Can I take a 5-foot step and pull out my rapier? Yeah. Alright, I am gonna do that. Okay. Up next is Father Crow. Well, I see I'm flanking with the yellow one. Oh, wait, Rogier doesn't have a weapon out. Uh, Rogier just doesn't have a weapon. All right, well, Crow is still going to swing at the yellow tooth fairy in front of him. Okay. Ooh, critical hit. 12 to confirm. 12 will not confirm. Four damage. Okay. Father Crow, you feel a little bit of damage get absorbed by that swing, but it is still enough to pop it. Ooh. So I need a fortitude save from Thalias, Father Crow, and Rogyar. 16 for Crow. 18 for Rogyar. Another 13 for Thalias. Okay. Uh, Uhtred, your turn. Okay. Oh, so I'm gonna uh, roll. F- sorry. F- Father Crow, go ahead and give me one point of bleed. Ow. Okay, now it's Uhtred's turn. And I'm going to try and uh, hit him with my dagger again with that stored uh, frostbite. Okay. You're going after Uspid? Yes, Uspid. All right, a 16 to hit. 16's going to hit. Okay, so he's going to take four slashing damage. Then he takes 
Seven non-lethal cold damage and is fatigued. What is this cold damage from? From the spell um, Frostbite. 1d6 points of non-lethal cold damage and the target is fatigued. The fee condition ends when the target recovers from the non-lethal damage. This spell cannot make a creature exhausted even if it is already fatigued. Wow. Uh, looks like there's uh, some spell resistance that you need to factor in for that. So go ahead and give me a caster level check, uh, which is a d20 plus your uh, caster level versus Prince Uspid's spell resistance. Uh, it's an 18. Yeah, you beat that spell resistance. Way to go. And it's non-lethal. And because I delivered that through my um, weapon, that also triggers my brawler background feat that when I deliver non-lethal damage through a weapon, I can take a immediate action to intimidate to try and demoralize them. So I'm going to roll wow. a, roll an intimidate. Okay. It's a 25 to intimidate them. And I'll, uh, I'll throw a little dialogue in for the intimidate. And I'll say, uh, your fairies are all dead mostly. I suggest you surrender and meet a similar fate. I'm looking up the DC for Intimidate, and you, so you, you, you beat it, but then you beat it by more than 10, less than 15, so he'll be shaken for three rounds. Prince Uspid shivers. He's shaken and fatigued? Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Ouch. Prince Uspid, with a long, sinuous tongue, it snaps down and grabs one of the teeth that is stuck to his scepter. What? What? I'm guessing you all paid pretty close attention where your teeth went once he stuck them to his scepter. You're goddamn right I did. Yeah. And Father Crow, you know that the tooth he just ate was yours. As he snaps his tongue down, grabs your tooth, and it goes back into his mouth, and you just hear a, a gross crunching sound as he Ugh. crunches up your tooth. I hope you choke on it. He looks like he might have healed a little bit of damage. That opposite of what I wanted is ridiculous. He and uses the teeth to heal. It's so yeah. cool. And that's that's doubly sucky for you guys because Uhtred just dealt a bunch of non-lethal damage. So a lo- so he just healed five of Uhtred's non-lethal damage and five of Vipira's lethal damage. Ugh. Uh, so he actually did that as a move action. He's going to try to cast another spell defensively. He does not succeed. Um, anyone who's trained in spellcraft can uh, give me a spellcraft check to see what spell he just failed to cast. Uchid rolled a 12 again. Okay. You don't know what he just was trying to cast, but he failed to cast it. And it is now the one remaining Tooth Fairy's turn. And it's gonna dart at Vipira again. That's gonna provoke from Vipira and Uhtred. Um, I have a question. So, like, I have that charge of frostbite stored in my weapon. Do I choose when it goes off, or is it, like, the next strike it comes off? I'm pretty sure it's, uh, it it is not a conscious choice. Yeah, I think it just happens the next time you hit with that weapon. Okay, so if I make this attack opportunity and I hit him, it's gonna go off. Yeah, so let Vipira attack first. Okay, (laughs) yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. 5 damage. It's pretty good. Unfortunately, that Tooth Fairy hasn't taken any damage yet, or else that might just have finished him off. However, he's still kicking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on the attack opportunity, knowing I don't want my Frostbite to go off on it. And also, there's a part of Uhtred that hopes Vipira <laughs> loses another tooth. Maybe she'll <laughs> learn a lesson. That's oh, fine. Man. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. Feel free. I think a 19 is a lesson learning CMB roll. Woof. Oh, yeah. Now take a front tooth. That's a two. So that is your top left, not the very back one, but the one right in front of that. Uh, so Vipira also loses her 12 year molar. You take one charisma damage and you'll start taking one bleed damage on your turn. That is fine. Rogar. Okay. As Rogiar is now going to step into the room to get you know get back behind Thalias and Vipira, and he will take a shot at Prince Uspid, I guess. 
Alright, he's gonna have some cover on top of you firing into melee. Yeah. Then I will go where I originally said to get behind Thalias and Vipera and just shoot at the, to- at the Tooth Fairy. Okay, the one that's harrowing Vipera? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's... I, I'm i pretty sure you're still gonna... It's still getting a cover bonus because it's in Vipera's square. Yeah, but either like if I'm getting if I'm taking the cover either way, I'll take what I see as the safer vantage point. Okay, that is a four to hit. Wow! <laughs> nope. My God, Thalias. All right. Uh, Rogiar, take one bleed, please. And yep. Thalias, go ahead and take one bleed. Oh God. Okay, took my bleed. Now, where is that remaining tooth fairy? Oh, there it is. I'll come over here. Do a. Uh, 10 foot step north actually it'll be two steps my legs aren't that long and okay. uh well hold on real just saying if you stayed where you were you would flank it with utrid oh you know what keeps throwing me yeah. is the I in the square th- thing yeah the in the yeah. square thing it's really it's really messing me up that's perfect so i'll do that and get my flank bonus and uh who's ready to see a third critical hit hmm? Hmm? i am I'm ready. i definitely am me, me, me. I might be prepared to grant a hero point if you get a third critical hit. Here it comes, baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, Still good, though. 19 to hit. Oh, 21 hit. to hit. Oh, 21 excellent. will hit. Uh, and we're progressively going lower in damage. This one's for six. Okay. Well, luckily, this thing had already taken some damage from Vipira. Oh, no. I splatted another one. Yeah. Splatted another one. Oh my god. It, are whack a mole in here? Is that four for four? Did Thalias kill all four of them? Or no, Father no, Crow yeah, killed yeah. one. He's killing yeah. it. Crow he's technically three, killed one of them. Three. No. Yeah. Alright, so Vipira, Thalias, and Utrid. Give me fortitude saves. Fourteen. Twenty-two, baby. Yes. Nice. Sixteen. Wow. Alright, uh, you still have a move action, Thalias. Yeah, I'm gonna move uh Past Vipira and show show her how it's done with my shovel on this uh, main guy here. All right, up next wait. is Vipira. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this guy a tooth fairy? Does he look like he's gonna explode? Uh, he's he probably doesn't... gonna. No, he's gonna mega explode. I'm too smart for this. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Let me take this again. <laughs> Let me take this again. No, I see right through this shit. No, you know what? I'm coming down here with Rogar, out of the room. When this but dude not absolutely, there. Father Crow's out oh, of the room. I'm sorry, Father Crow. <laughs> I'm coming down with my buddy Father Crow. Me and him are outside. When this guy goes nuclear, we're gonna we're gonna be totally fine. <laughs> we'll pick up the pieces. We'll pick up the teeth. We'll bandage the party. We'll get everyone back together. And so you, you guys can handle this last guy. All right, Vipira, you're up. All right. Uh... Vipira takes her five foot step up and she's gonna rapier. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit. A 22 will hit. Uh, four piercing. Looks like that all got absorbed by his damage reduction and defaults to one non lethal damage. Oof. Uh, gonna claw. Claw at that minus five. Ooh. Uh, 12 to hit. 12 won't hit. Oof. Yeah, my peers really gotta somehow get him back in a flanking position. Yeah. Father Crow. What is the action economy on a heel check to stop the bleeding? I think it's a standard action. Yeah, it is a standard action to provide first right. aid. Father Crow is going to do a standard action as a nice little heel check, try and staunch the flow of blood. 17. 17 stops your bleed damage. Fuck yeah. I assume I take one before, though. Yes. And I'm, I'm not going to move because I feel like I'm going to crowd the room. So I'm going to wait here and see what happens. Okay. That brings us back to Utrid. Okay. I'm going to take a five-foot step here. And let's see if we can uh, dagger this guy again. Okay. So it's a 16 to hit. 16 hits. And he takes one non-lethal damage from the dagger. Or no, I'm sorry. He takes one lethal damage from the dagger. No, you were no, you were, you were right. right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess it does result down to one non-lethal. And then the uh, the spell deals eight non-lethal damage. Alright. And he goes down. He's gotta Give be unconscious, right? 
just did nine non-lethal to him. He's got, what, 11 yeah. non-lethal? But he also technically... healed like 10 damage last round. Yeah. Five regular and five oh, that's non-lethal. True. Yeah, he's still up. And in fact, he's going to, it's his turn. He's going to spend another move action. He's going to snatch another tooth. Well, we got a problem here, boys, because I'm pretty sure I can't actually deal damage to him with just straight dagger attacks. Vipira, uh, you see him snatch your tooth this time, and he just crunch, crunch, crunch like gravel in his mouth, and he seems to heal some damage again. And as a standard action, he's going to swing his tooth-coated scepter at Vipira. That's a 13 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. And Rogiar. I crunch on his scepter. Okay. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> uh, you're going to take some non-lethal damage and <laughs> lose some teeth from that. <laughs> All right. Rogier, so you're I, up. Yep. Take and I take a point of bleed. Or take one bleed. Since uh, hitting this, hit, <laughs> I can't hit anything right now, so I might as well uh, follow, follow after Father Crow's example and try to stop my bleeding. So I'll try a heal check. Okay. But anyway, that is only a 13, so I do not pass my heal check. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, anything with your move action? I'll just like take a five foot step to the northeast just to start getting a better vantage point without being in the way. All right, Thelias, take a bleed. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stop my bleed. Put my uh, put my shirt up to my mouth and go ahead and stop myself from bleeding all over myself. All right, give me a heal check. Oh, it's an eight. And do not staunch that bleeding. You do anything with your move action? I want to be in range so that I can attack him next turn. If necessary, what would that take? I'm also still afraid he's going to explode, but... That's just 15 feet of movement. You can do that. All right, so I'll stay out here then. Okay. Vipira, take one point of bleed. I will. Vipira is going to drop her rapier and claw claw because I don't want the minus five. Okay. 20 to hit. 20 hits. Four damage, which I assume is one non-lethal. That is correct. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Four damage, which is one non-lethal. That is correct. And Vipira is going to take a five-foot step out towards the hallway to allow for Rogiar to do his thing. All right, Father Crow, you're up. Can I apply a heal check to Thelias? Oh, how fun is that? With his permission. Open up, handsome. Let me help. I open wide for daddy. I mean, Father Crow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. I got a seven. another tooth. <laughs> <laughs> tries to plug it with I that can... one. <laughs> Shit, Start. I'm sorry. It didn't work. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I'm starting to think you aren't licensed for this. <laughs> I'm definitely not. <laughs> and Uhtred, you're up. I want to move here. Can I take a... Can I make an acrobatics check to avoid the attack of opportunity yes you can Ooh, that dice rolled all around and tipped onto the 17 for a 20 20 will allow you to move without provoking Utrid is going to cast a acid splash alright considered in melee right now no oh yeah I believe 18 it's a 20 20 will hit. Takes one acid damage. We're just going to tick this guy down. All right. Now Uspid's turn, and he is going to take a five-foot step to follow Vipira, and he's going to swing his scepter at her. I believe this is his last round of being shaken. That's a 16 to hit. No, it does not. Okay. He's going to follow that up with a bite. That's a 10 to hit. Does not. Okay, Rogiar, it's your turn. Okay, Rogiar will take a five-foot step to the southwest to get a, at least a clear line of sight on Usbid and shoot a blast at him. Hey, that's a 16 to hit. A 16 is going to hit. Woo! It's woo. a whole 10 damage. That's right. a lot of damage. Though. Wow, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. really nice. Ooh, it's a whole 10 damage. Poor Uhtred can't even get that We've high. all been doing one. <laughs> one non-lethal. Well, I think maybe about half of that got uh, negated, though. Still. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because he's is... a jerk. Yep. 
All right, now it is Thalias' turn. Ro uh, Rogard take a point of bleed, and Thalias take a point of bleed. Oh, yep. Where's everybody at hit point wise? Because this bleed has been ticking for quite a few rounds now. Crow's good. Yeah, uh, I'm at 16 out of 20, so literally okay. the only damage I'm taking is the bleed. I think it just sounds like a lot because all of us are ticking away. Yeah, it's uh, just a lot of tiny ticks. Yeah. Yeah, like none of us have taken any attack damage yet. I got 11 out of 17, plus three right. non non-lethal damage. Yeah, I've taken uh, looks like five bleed damage, and I'm at 14 HP. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm done trying to heal myself, and I'm going back in the fray, explosion or not. Gotta help my pals. All right, I don't want to snuff Rogiar here, who just totally blasted off. Yeah, that was probably a one-time performance, so don't worry too much about that. All right, I'll go for it. I'll uh, stand in front of this dude and start swinging shovels. All right. Oh, no, I'm such a fool. Oh, oh no. Why do I play this game? Why do I do this to myself? The natural, natural one. one. Yeah. All right, roll to confirm. 22. Okay, you do not confirm. Vipira, take a point of bleed. She'll take a point of bleed. She's down to 10. Vipira's gonna claw claw. Okay. Is there any way that Vipira can uh, move over to here? Or is this blacked off? Um, I could. I would let you occupy that space, but you'd be squeezing, which I think is a minus two on your attack rolls. I'll take it. Okay. Claw. All right. Ten won't. Hit, uh, eight won't hit. So, uh, second claw. Ooh. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Four damage. One non-lethal. Coming right up. How is this guy so difficult? Because he has DR5 at level two. <laughs> All right, Father Crow, you're up. Father Crow sees that Rogier is still bleeding out of his mouth. Maybe we'll have better luck with Rogier. With his permission, I approach. Go right ahead. Here it is. Big roll. Bam, 17. Hey, Rogar's bleeding is staunched. Woo! It's the best I can do. And give you a thumbs up. I'm gonna give you a thumbs up back. Thanks. And that's it for me. Alrighty. Uhtred. Okay, if I take a five foot step here, do I still have line of sight? Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna cast another acid splash. Okay. It's only a five. Five is not For a ranged hit. touch attack. Oh my. Uspid's gonna keep going after Vipira. So let me just look up squeezing real quick and just see if uh, there's any other penalties associated with it. While squeezed in a narrow space, you take a minus four penalty, minus four penalty on attack rolls and a minus four penalty to AC. I would have liked to know that before I did that. Like, I just heard the minus two to attack and I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I'm... That's a that's a rule that anybody could have access to if they wanted to look it up. I I I made the most accurate call I could think of on the fly. All I mean, right. all right. So, like I, I definitely this, get that, but also to be fair, Tom was working on information that you told him. Yeah. Also, I mean, like, I mean my you, well, my suggestion would be like don't don't let him like retract it because he still made the move and we've moved on, but maybe like lessen the penalty for this one time because that's what he assumed it was when he made the action. For this round, it's uh, we'll say it's a minus two on attack rolls and AC, and then going forward, if Ipira is still in that squeezing position, well, it'll go back up to minus four. Okay, that sounds fair to me. Okay, he's not shaking anymore, but he is still fatigued. Ooh, uh, rolling a 16 on the D20 is not doing anyone any favors, though. That's going to be a 20 versus Vipira's AC. Hits. Take five points of damage. Ooh. He's going to follow up with a bite. That's going to be a 13 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. Rogier. Okay, here. This is a bit of a mess here. Oh, here we go. Rogier is going to... Uh, step uh, south of Father Crow 10 feet to get a clear line of sight on on Uspid and try shooting at him again. Okay. Oh, but this one's gonna go wide. That's a 7. Okay, 7 doesn't hit. Elias. And I'm gonna shovel him. 23. 23 will hit. 9 damage. Let's absolutely go. My shovel surely passes through all of his DR. It does not. Uh -huh. feel about half of it get absorbed. 
All right, still, still nine damage. Let's go. All right, Vipira. All right, well, um, I guess you can uh, claw, claw and then five foot step. Yeah, that's kind of where I was thinking. So this is going to be at a cumulative minus two because you get the plus two yes. from flanking, but the minus four from squeezing. Correct. Yes. Uh, Twelve to hit. Twelve does not hit. One more claw. Seven, oh, 15 to hit. 15 does hit. Ooh. Ooh, there we go. Four, uh, four for the slashing and then four for the sneak attack. And uh, Viper is going to move five foot northeast. All right. Father Crow. Crow will five foot step forward and stab at Prince Cuspid. Prince Uspid. Sorry, Uspid. Everybody has to do it once. <laughs> 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Okay. Uhtred. Uh, let's keep throwing these acid splashes. Okay. Oh, but he rolls a natural 20. Holy oh, shit, roll baby. to confirm. 17. That confirms that's a magical crit. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen now? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! What does happen now? I've got that a card. We, nobody card. knows. <laughs> so this is called Pretty Colors. It does double damage, so you'll roll your damage twice. And the target is dazzled for 1d4 rounds. Ooh, I'll roll the, oh, okay. the d4 first. I believe, is dazzle the one where you literally just can't take any actions? Oh, that would no, be so nice. That's dazed. Dazzled is like the weakest uh, debuff. Okay, so okay. How, how much damage does he take? He's going to take a total of four okay. acid damage. All right. Uh, he's he's getting pretty beat up all of a sudden. Wait a minute. Oh, Uhtred, that acid splash is going to knock him unconscious. Ooh. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so face. let's uh, stay in combat momentarily because... Two PCs are still taking bleed damage. Next up is Rogyar, but you are not taking bleed damage. Right, uh, but I'm going to run up and try and heal Thalias. Okay. Um, oh, but that is a 15. Thalias, hey, hey. stop your bleeding. Yes! Way to go. Ooh. It's like Christmas. And it is <laughs> Thalias' turn. Vipira yes. is still bleeding. All right, I'll help out Vipira. We're going to make a train. <laughs> Everyone's just... <laughs> Everyone's just touching gro- teeth. Yeah, groping inside of each other's mouths. <laughs> Elias gets a one on his heel check. Uh, so it is now Vipira's turn. Vipira, give me uh, take one bleed damage. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> you two are just punching five. her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as this is happening, I'm going to take a free action and say he was lying. I understand that you guys believed him, but he was lying. Please help me out. <laughs> Okay, uh, Father Crow, it's your turn. All right, Father Crow will try to heal Vipira. A seven. <laughs> this is where Vipira dies. <laughs> you can tell that Crow's heart is not in it. <laughs> Uhtred. And this guy is only unconscious, right? We didn't kill him? Correct. All right, well, Uhtred's going to take out some rope and start tying him up. All right, brings us back to Rogyar. Rogyar will assist Uhtred with the tying. Okay. Elias. Elias is picking up teeth. Now is my time to shine. Prioritizing my teeth, but getting everyone's. All right. Vipira. Take one bleed. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, 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 wait. Did I say I was picking up teeth? (laughs) Did you already? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was so excited. (laughs) I was so excited that I wasn't bleeding. I was like, yeah, like everything's gravy. Oh, yeah. I failed my check for Vipira. She's fine. She'll make it. Ooh, something shiny. <laughs> there's, teeth, there's so many teeth in this room, dude. You don't even know. So, Joe, are you saying that in, on your turn you're trying to heal? On my turn, I will heal and I will fail because I just uh, I rolled an eight. Sorry, Vipira. Okay. Uh, 12 for Vipira. 12 is not going to do it. So, Rogyar is still on that. Thalias. Uh, or wait. So, Father Crow, Uhtred, and Rogyar are still doing that. Thalias, give me another heal check. All right, here it comes. I feel good about this one. After the first two, I, you know, I, I really figured it out here. I, I got this. Oh, nope, that's a seven. All right. 
Vipira, take another bleed and give me a heal check. I have. This is my last uh, roll here. I'm at zero. Wait, you're at zero? Don't you have non-lethal damage too? Well, I, I'm at three, uh, and then I have the non-lethal, which hits me at zero. So you're staggered right now? Yep. All right, go ahead. The suspense is killing me. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, 17. Yes. Hey. And with, <laughs> with, and with her last breath, well, with, <laughs> not with her last breath, but yeah, the last, but right before losing consciousness from blood loss, Vipira staunches the bleeding. Her vision's starting to, like, black out. A little punch drunk. All right, we are out of combat. Jesus. Nice job, boys. That went flawlessly. As I scramble to pick up teeth and uh, make sure everyone's okay and not bleeding. Once we have him tied up, Uchi would like to pick up his scepter and detect magic. Uh, You detect magic on the scepter, but you're not picking up any magical auras. Does my detect magic pick up anything else in the room magical? And while I'm in the mode of just asking for shit, I'd also like to know mechanically how the scepter functions. I don't think I'm familiar if there's a different template for sector specifically, or is it like a mace? It probably functions as like a light mace mechanically, although it might be considered an improvised weapon. In Prince Uspid's hands, it seemed like it was functioning like uh, like a mace, but you're holding it and it doesn't feel like it can really be used as a weapon. Or if it is, it'd be an improvised weapon. It's just it's just made of wood, scrap metal, and twine. You know who can use that, though? And teeth. That's Elias true. Can use Elias can totally improvised. use that. Uh, yeah. Hmm. You want to be you crowned the any... new uh, tooth prince? I kind of hate it. It's. I kind of <laughs> think it's super grotesque. I would yeah. never use this as a weapon. No. Yeah, In fact, I want to break it and burn this whole building well, down. Well, hold on. Before we break it... <laughs> Uh, if it doesn't actually belong to him, bringing that back to its rightful owner would make them quite happy, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we should we should do something, right? I mean, we got to the end here. And then Vipira takes a seat. Yeah, Vipira just went off and we murdered everyone in this room. And now oh, we're God. just sort of... Crow, Crow's going to search the room. I want to see if that pat, that stamp is in here somewhere. Oh, that's a All good right. idea. Get yeah, what was... Check. What was the result of my detect magic on anything else? You're not detecting any tw- magical auras in this room besides any magical gear you already possess. Crow got a 23 on his perception. Okay. Is anybody else looking around the room? Uh, yeah, I'll assist. I was going to say I'll assist. I'll oh, mostly just... <laughs> Sorry, pal. Yeah, mine was no better. We actually hindered him, I think. Yeah, definitely. No, uh, nobody seems to find anything resembling a stamp or really anything useful at all in this room. It would seem that the the only treasure in this room is the is the heaps of teeth scattered throughout. All right, so what does everybody do? Uchard would uh, offer up. I think we should try and wake him up and see if we can. I, I don't know. Let's see if we can pump him for where the stamp might be. Wait, wait, wait. I I guess we offer him to that other group and see if they'll give us the stamp in exchange for this jackass. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good idea, Rogar. All right. Let him him be unconscious. Well, we have to find who said the uh, other tooth fairies were somewhere within this tooth castle. Here would be a good spot to rest. I'm not sure resting in this castle is necessarily safe at the moment. And I don't know about you, but... I'd rather get rid of this guy before he wakes up and we have to deal with his shenanigans all over again. Phileas takes a look around at all the uh, scattered teeth and blood and um, smashed up fairy bodies and agrees wholeheartedly, this is not a safe place right now. Let's, yeah, let's Crow deal with is this guy. Along. We're in a place where we have a door and we're capable of closing it and watching it. We also have this man tied up. Whoever's on watch really just needs to focus. That is all. But then we're locked in here and they can all just wait at the door. And then everybody in the tower is wondering why these people are sleeping in their house. Nodding, nodding. We don't have any healing. We don't have any magic. We don't have anything helping us right now. That means we should get out of here, not hole up and wait for them to surround us. 
what are we going to do when we go up to the next level? What if we meet the same level of resistance? Well, this time we have a bargaining chip, Vipera. We have and a we can potential always leave. Bar- bargaining chip. Well, are we, we have going... to get the step regardless. Yes. Do you want to stay I'm... on this place forever? No, I don't. I think that the smart thing for us to do would be to get rest in an area that is cleared, that we definitively know is cleared, has only one entrance. I think a smarter thing is not negotiating with your fists. He was lying, and I understand that you couldn't tell. Whether he was lying or not, you didn't have to attack him. We gave up teeth for no reason. You murder liars, is what you're saying. He's not dead, is he? I didn't murder him. The last time there I are checked, plenty who the are murderer dead. is you, Crow. There are plenty who are dead because of your actions. There are plenty who got in my way and happened to die. We Well, hopefully nobody else gets up. in your way. Crow leaves. Oh, shit, yo. Rogar follows Crow. Crow out. Oh, my God. Where are you heading to? What's out here? It's just an empty hallway. Wait, no doors anywhere? Yeah, I thought there were supposed to be stairs at the end of this hallway. Nope. So um, we've explored the whole castle. Yeah. So uh, g- remembering back to when you first approached the Palace of Teeth and when you were in the courtyard, uh, it would have been very obvious that this palace has a third story. But yes, it also, it, it would immediately strike you as like, huh? Like that there's no stairs from here. And there are no stairs like to the north either that go up. Only stairs that go down. But you also remember that you guys immediately went north, and there are two doors that you have not yet uh, gone in. As far as we um, know, that's the only place that we haven't looked yet. Correct. Okay. I think Uhtred's going to pick up a handful of the loose teeth like from the pile and put it in his pocket. And yep, then... Yep. <laughs> pocket teeth. He will pick up Prince Uspid and follow Father Crow out of the room. And as he does, he'll look at Viperia and say, looks like you have a decision to make. Stay here or come with us. You need me more than I need you. I'll come with you. Okay. So you all, with Prince Uspid, like slung over your back, you all uh, Oh, I eventually also, brings you back. Hold, hold on. Before we leave, Uhtred did have the scepter in his hand, so he'll put that in his backpack before he picks up Prince Uspid. Nice. Do you have a backpack? Nope. I definitely don't, but from years and years of playing, it's just default put it in the backpack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh Um, Am I your backpack? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Hold this in your teeth. uh, Before I leave, (laughs) after I make that snide comment, after Uhtred makes that snide comment to uh, Vipira, he'll turn and look back and hand Uhtred and say, or Uhtred, he'll say to Thalias, hold on to this for me, Thalias. I, I take it, and I'll keep it safe, but yeah, I'm not cool. It's one of those, he's holding it like as far out to the side as he can, so it's not near his body. <laughs> Two Just, fingers. Yeah, his index and thumb. <laughs> okay, so that uh, you eventually retrace your steps back to uh, the bottom of the stairs, and there are more tooth fairies down here than you remember. Is that because we're bad at remembering or because there's more than there were? (laughs) You remember dealing with two tooth fairies in this room, and now there are five. When you come down, they're all all looking at you, and it's kind of hard to read their expressions, but they're not shouting at you. They're not... They don't look like they're getting ready to attack you. But, I mean, (laughs) Uhtred does have Prince Uspid, like, slung over his shoulder... Uchir will take out a couple of the teeth that he just pocketed and throw them into the well or into the fountain. Oh, I love that. Okay. They kind of, they, they, they send one last like tentative look at you all before kind of like looking sideways at each other and then like rushing over to where Uhtred threw the teeth and it looks like they're kind of like fighting over. I don't know. It, it, it looks like people fighting over like as if you just like threw like a bunch of gold down on the floor you're just fighting with each other and you're able to walk right past them very smart Utrin. nicely done and 
then you uh, you pass the room to the south of that, where uh, you remember fighting that stained glass angel, and you go south again, and you're back in the courtyard, and you see the same five tooth fairies out here that you originally saw that pointed you to uh, the double doors to the north when Vipira demanded to see the leader, and, and uh, they're they're looking at you guys pretty similarly to the other five tooth fairies. And I'm going to take the remaining teeth I pocketed and kind of toss them on the floor behind us, kind of going into C5. Okay. Once you're once you're all clear of the door and it doesn't look like you're going to like take a swipe at them as they fly past you, they kind of do the same thing. They take one last tentative look at you all before uh, flying inside. And you hear it's like, like luring a cat into another room with trees. Fighting over. Yeah, pretty much. So that brings you back into the courtyard. A heavy wooden door stands on each side of the passageway in the south wall. The handle of the east door has been removed, leaving a gaping hole. The west door is secured with an elaborate lock supplemented with an additional lock and handle, apparently from the east door. So, this door has no handle or lock. This door has two locks. But are they locked? <laughs> like yes. I pull, I pull on the door. Well, yeah, you pull on the west door, and it is locked. And the second lock doesn't look like it's doing much good, but it looks like that was the intention to like double lock it. All right. Well, then uh, Uhtred will start like pounding on it, like hammer fist style, and he'll yell, uh, "Let us in! We have something you want." Uh, while he's doing that, Thalys is gonna examine the lock. And think to himself that we're clearly dealing with masterminds here. But maybe there's a way to open this lock just by looking at it. All right. Uh, what's everybody else doing? I turn to Uhtred and I say, revealing our hand before we even get in? Really? Interesting. You're still conscious? Interesting. <laughs> uh, you guys are fucking goons. I love it. Uh, while, like, we're kind of, like, examining the situation, Vipira goes, You understand that this was going to happen no matter what, right? You have two beings who clearly did not want to be in the same realm as each other. They were going to give us a fetch mission no matter what. So, now, we have this offering without wasting time. As much as you dislike me, that's the way how it is right now. Can Crow attempt to disable one of these locks while everybody's talking? Sure. Yeah, Crow and Thalias are the crack team. They're, we're the lock-picking gurus here. One's precision, one's blunt force. I got a 12 on my disable device. A 12 is not going to unlock it. Also, do you have thieves' tools? No. Okay. Usually you can't even attempt disable device without having thieves' tools. I looked that up, and I didn't see anything about actually needing to have tools. I'll double-check, but... I mean, I was just going to try blasting the lock off. I'll remind you that the door to the east has no lock. Yeah, but I'm assuming, uh, yeah, they're not held right, up in ahead. the wide open area. I mean, they could be, but I imagine that, you know, they're going to protect themselves with the lock or the double lock. So that's theoretically where we should go. Did we try that other door yet? The one with no handle? No, it's, I think the no. door is off the hinges, right? Yeah, the one with no handle is one in the east. I think that might be a good idea. In the door that has no handle, is there a hole where a handle should be? Yes. Can I put my finger in the hole and try to open the door? Uh, yes, you can. All right, so Father Crow very gently opens the door to the west. I'm right there with him. After we investigated that lock and realized it wasn't just going to open, Do I actually might as well have go for the tools? open door. This room is a stable, just large enough for one or two horses. Pegs on the wall hold a few decayed leather straps. The floor is covered with dried grass, and a pungent animal smell pervades the room. Gross. They keep animals here in this tooth house? Doesn't look like it. But this is a stable built for presumably animals. Maybe it wasn't always the tooth house. Remember, it's just been bedazzled by teeth. Yeah, it wasn't built by these fairies. They just took it over after it was abandoned. That's right, that's right. Vipira kind of pulls out her kick, uh, her kit of thieves' tools, and kind of just like jingles. Do we need these? Rogier would kind of motion to the door where Uhtred is and be like, "Well, then go make yourself useful for once." I look at you, 
Oh I just put the thieves' tools away. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, we're either on the same side or on the opposite side. I understand. Girl, you've been on your own side this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. And Rogar's gonna walk up and just blast this lock off the door. Jesus Christ! Okay. First, uh, give me a perception check for the stable. Ooh, eleven. Seven. Maybe we could do a better job looking around if there wasn't so much infighting in the other room distracting us. <laughs> and uh, Rogyar, uh, go ahead and give me a damage roll for that door. The door or the lock? Uh, I don't know. Are you are you trying to blow the door down? No, oh, I'm trying to like blow the lock off the door. Cause, uh, well, right? Because maybe I'm just picturing it wrong in my head. I'm picturing almost like like a padlock or like an actual like lock me- lock built onto the door or fastened to the door somehow. Yeah, like you were, like if you had a gun, you were trying to uh, shoot it open. Yeah, it is is frustratingly uh, devoid of such a detail. I I guess I'm a little confused about the lock too because if they took one off of the door and put two on the same door, basically they took the doorknob off of one door to put it on the other so it had two doorknobs thinking that would make it more secure. Okay. Yeah, it's it looks like it's kind of like a bolt lock and the But the, only one the, deadbolt and the then presence, two the presence of a of a second lock doesn't appear to really be adding anything to the security of the door it looks like it was just a uh, an ignorant attempt to increase the security of the door by somebody who doesn't understand how locks work so yeah i think the lock is built into the door and the the second lock isn't you know doing uh anything so if you want to get in you can either pick the lock or blow the door down all right so yeah i'll just start blowing the door down like aiming my blast kind of you know where i think it's going to do the most good like you know you know, like when you're kicking a door and you aim for roughly where the handle is to knock it out. Okay. Make sure you also huff and puff beforehand before you blow this door down. So how much damage <laughs> do you deal? Uh, it did eight damage with that one. All right. That kind of startles Uchard and he stumbles backwards a little bit. Uh, strangely, that didn't really seem to do any damage to the door. That would pro- It would probably strike you as very unusual. Like this... This uh, this door is either made of some material that just looks like makes it look like a normal door, and you've never heard of that, or it's like magically reinforced or something. But let's go back to the stable really quick. And despite your low perception checks, you do find a couple things in here, including a magical wand and what look like a pair of ballet shoes. What's the wand? We identify oh. it? Any anyone who wants to detect magic and roll spellcraft can identify this wand. I look over at Father Crow like he's gonna do it. <laughs> Crow shrugs. I I, I mean it's it's probably magical. It looks magical, doesn't it? Look at the wand, look back at Father Crow. Let's see if anyone knows what it is. <laughs> Good thinking. We hustle outside. Hey guys, check what we found. Do you hold it up? Oh, yeah. Sorry, you can't see me, but I, I hold it up. Oh, looks to be a wand. What Do you know what it's a wand of? Uh, I kind of slap it on my hand, point it at my magic. face. Yeah, magic. I don't know. Some, something magical. But I got a 21. Okay. So you detect two magical auras, uh, unless, Thelias, did you bring the slippers out, the ballet shoes? Yeah, or, anything uh, magical. I'm there, baby. All right. Well, the slippers... Like, aren't you can't just look at the slippers and detect that they're magic, but if you brought them out, then Uhtred would be detecting two magical auras. Oh, Uh, yeah. Anything that looked magical, if there's more stuff in there. Right, but but he's saying his shoes don't look naturally magical. Like a wand, you know, oh, it's a wand. But they definitely look like they don't belong in a stable. Unless they were horseshoes. Are they horseshoes? They look like ballet ballet shoes. shoes. (laughs) Okay, well, you never know. I mean, yeah. People teach their horses okay, so, to do all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Uchard, you identify both of these magical auras. I'm going to start with the ballet shoes. Uh, you identify these as feather step slippers. Uh, once per day for 10 minutes, these fine, uh, well, it says fine silken slippers, but these specific shoes are fashioned after ballet shoes allow their wearer to ignore the adverse movement effects of difficult terrain as if 
subject to the Feather Step spell, including granting the ability to take five-foot steps in difficult terrain. The wand has 22 charges and is a wand of Cure Light Wounds. Ooh. Yes! Ooh, we get and we'll see you next week Wait. on the Inspired oh. Incompetence oh Podcast. Are we in time? Can we put these teeth back in our face? Next week. See ya! See ya! Uh, See ya! <laughs> See ya! <laughs>